Welcome back to this week's podcast. What's up, life? Hope everyone had a good week. Happy Friday. We made it another week. Crazy how life works. I hope everyone's week was well. My birthday was this week. And that's about it, you know? It's a chill week. It's good. I was stressed a lot this week and had a lot of anxiety. And so that's what we're talking about. Um, yeah, so let's just get right into this. I was diagnosed when I was in, oh, what was it? I'd say seventh grade, I think. Um, so it's probably been about seven or eight years since I've been actually diagnosed, but I feel like I've had anxiety ever since I can remember. (laughs) I was always a nervous little kid. Um, and this isn't just for anyone who has anxiety, it's anyone who gets stressed, which is everyone. Everyone gets stressed every once in a while, and I'm going to be talking about ways to deal with it, how I deal with it, um, how I cope, uh, what it feels like. So let's just get right into this, okay? I, before I started this, and I was writing out notes, I was thinking about how I could describe how anxiety feels, and the best thing that I came up with was when you have a mosquito bite, and you're, like, resisting the urge to scratch it, and that frustration is how I feel when I'm anxious, because it's so frustrating trying to figure out what exactly is making me anxious and how to cope with it and how to get out of the situation and I'm not actually really anxious and nothing's gonna happen and everything's okay and da 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 you know this the steps that your brain goes through when you have anxiety so I have also told myself and have learned throughout therapy that when my brain or my body is really anxious, that is what it is, you know? Like, yes, it's caused by certain things, but sometimes I'll be just sitting in my room and I'll be anxious, and then I'll go through this whole cycle and mental breakdown about why, trying to figure out why I'm anxious, and I've realized that I try and look at it as my brain is anxious. It's kind of going off the rails right now. You don't, it doesn't need a reason. You know, I'm constantly trying to find reason of why I'm anxious and how to figure that out. When in reality, it's okay that you're anxious and you don't need a reason. So don't get frustrated and don't take it out on people just because you're anxious and don't take it out on things. So, for example, um, I was really anxious about work this week, like nothing, well, there was, we had something going on, um, we had a big order, and I woke up this morning knowing that I'd have to go into work, everyone was going to be stressed about this order, and just a million and ten thoughts were just running through my head all morning, um, before I had to go into work, and then, of course, I got to work, and everything was fine, it wasn't 
an, an anxiety-inducing situation. It was it was literally fine. Like, they pretty much had the whole order done when I went in. Um, and so my brain takes these small situations and makes it something huge. And so when I was anxious this morning, I was telling myself, like, Claire, it's okay. Like, even if it is a little stressful, you know, you're going to ask them how you can help, where you can help. Because my fear is always that I'm going to feel useless in, in everyone's way. Like, I can't do anything, which isn't true. And I know that's not true. But that's what my little brain thinks. <laughs> and it's part of the anxiety brain that I like to call it. Um, so, that leads me into what I do that helps. Which, I just kind of gave you one right there. Which was... When I'm anxious before the situation is running through scenarios in my head. And something that I learned in therapy was thought stopping. Which is when you're having these running thoughts of where you just can't get it to stop. You know, scenarios that you don't even need to be thinking about. When that's happening, you need to say stop. And then I usually, I don't know the actual way you're supposed to do it, but I always, like, out loud or in my head, I just say stop. And I wait about three to five to ten seconds with absolute silence in my brain. And I say, okay, let's move on. Okay? <laughs> and that works every time. It really works every time. Um, another thing I do is quiet time. Or music. And I know those sound like exact, exact opposites, but when I'm in the situation or, you know, beforehand, like, say yesterday, how I was anxious about work today, I know that I needed a routine this morning. And so I, before work, I listened to my music and I just kind of like got, got in a zone that I needed to be in, um, and that's just, like, a really calm, safe place, which is another one. Just finding or knowing your safe place and where that is. And it kind of probably should be easy access when you're in, when you're having anxiety. So for mine, for me, my safe place is literally just listening to music and just telling myself it's going to be okay, because it, it, it's going to be okay. I'm a huge believer of talking things into existence, and telling myself that it's going to be okay really, truly means that it's going to be okay. Um, so that's a huge one for me. Let's see what else I have on my list. Yeah, the feeling safe in the safe place is huge, 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 huge. Um, whether it's, like, in your car or having your earbuds in, or listening to classical music, um, just having a safe place is so, so, so important. No matter, even if you don't struggle with anxiety, just, if you get overwhelmed, just having a safe place is super important. So you can go there and decompress. Um, checking in with myself is also a huge one. Because if I, for example, I'm just using the yesterday example because it's 
easy access and I remember everything from it. Um, but yesterday before, when I was nervous about this order and going into work today, um, this whole week, everyone at my work had been talking about it because it's, again, it was a big order and we knew it was going to be a stressful day today. Um, and so yesterday I checked in with one of my coworkers and I said, how are you, how are you feeling about tomorrow? And that really calmed my nerves because they're like, I honestly feel good about it. I think we're really prepared and set up for it. And I said, okay, cool. And that really, really helped. So communicating with others is super important and it really helps me because then it's not just me in my brain thinking of a million different scenarios. Me knowing that that coworker felt pretty good about how we were set up for today and doing the order made me feel a lot better and it didn't make me feel alone. And so those scenarios in my head that were going a thousand miles per hour kind of calmed down a little bit and so that was really helpful. Um, also having someone who you can call when you're anxious or talk to when you're anxious or who understands you and anxiety and just one person who really knows how to help you through a panic attack or an anxiety attack is extremely helpful. I don't really have this anymore because I am pretty good on my own in dealing with it, which I know is going against my advice, but I do have people if I were in, were in an anxiety attack who um, would definitely be able to help me. But when I first was diagnosed, I really was so thankful for that person telling me like, you know, feel the textures around you, all the, all of the things when I would start to dissociate. Um, let's see here. Therapy. I mean, that's kind of an obvious one, but I did write it down because I just think therapy should, everyone should be in therapy, <laughs> no matter if you have issues or not. <laughs> everyone, just everyone go to therapy. I know, I remember crying to my mom the first time I asked her if I could go to therapy because I was so scared she thought that I like was in a bad place which I was in a bad place but admitting that to your parent is what I mean for me it was really 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 hard um because I didn't want her to worry about me I'm a people pleaser to the day I die <laughs> and so just the thought of her knowing that I was struggling really scared the crap out of me um let's see here what else exercise did I talk about that yet I'm going outside I can't ex I can't express that enough and my mom still to this day if I'm ever like complain to her about anything she's like you gotta get exercise, which I always roll my eyes because it's so annoying, but it truly helps immensely. Just even if you do an at-home workout, you know, if you are too young and you can't leave the house or you are too anxious to leave the house, um, just doing a little at-home workout is 
oh my gosh, you're going to feel so much better after. And especially if you get into a routine of working out, it's so good. All of your anger and built up feelings and emotions, it will help so much, I promise. Okay, um, the next segment I wanted to kind of talk about was... Why my personal anxiety, which I know I've kind of been talking about that, but I usually have anxiety because I don't know how I feel or why I feel the way I do, okay? So, for example, we're going back to the order for from today um, at work. I was literally anxious and I was very frustrated with myself because I don't like being anxious and I know that there's no reason to be anxious but I have to remind myself that I am someone who has anxiety I don't like to say struggles with anxiety because I don't really struggle with it anymore it's just more annoying to me um But yesterday, I had anxiety because I was like, why am I feeling nervous for this order, you know? And then I was frustrated that I didn't know why I was feeling nervous when I had nothing to really do with the order. I just knew it was going to be a stressful day, and like, so what? Sometimes, you know, there's not a big order, and it's a stressful day, so why am I stressed about knowing it's going to be a stressful day? Like, just go into it, and you know what I mean? So, for me, it's like, um, like in school, okay, is another place where I have a lot of anxiety, or even places where I can't easily remove myself from the situation, I become anxious. So, for example, church, when I used to go to church, (laughs) was a huge place of anxiety for me because if I were to get up and go to the bathroom, everyone would stare at me as I leave. Um, And so that was extremely stressful. Another place I have a lot of anxiety is restaurants because, again, everyone, like, I just think everyone's looking at me, especially when I'm eating. But if I were to, like, get up and go to the bathroom, it was just really a tough thing for me. And I've kind of... Um, I don't want to say grown out of it, but I've healed that part of my brain (laughs) that got really anxious. I mean, I still get anxious eating in public. I just hate it all around. I would rather turn on a video. I'm literally an iPad kid. I'd rather turn on a... Can I talk? I would rather turn on a video. I'd rather turn on YouTube and just eat by myself with my headphones in. I really would. I would love to just turn on YouTube, put on a good show, and eat by myself with my headphones in. Because that, oh, that sounds amazing. I could do that right now. I do it every single day. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I have for today. I know it's a shorter episode, but I'm gonna also give some advice on if you struggle with anxiety. Um, another, oh, I know what I want to talk about. The whole breathing coping, cope, 
coping mechanism. Oh my gosh, that was like crazy. (laughs) Coping mechanism, which is breathing. I cannot tell you how many therapists have told me, well, have you tried breathing? Now, if breathing works for you, I am genuinely so happy for you. I wish we were the same, but we are not. <laughs> um, I, yeah, that that's never worked for me. Just breathing through it. No, thank you. I'll pass on that. Um, another coping mechanism that has sort of kind of helped, but not really, I haven't been doing it as much, is writing. I love physically writing things down, so the fact that I have my notes today on my phone is kind of crazy, but I love writing things down. I'm a huge physical writer. I don't, even when I'm in school and writing notes, I do not like writing them on a computer. I love handwriting my notes. So, writing, I did, this was a huge thing that I did when I was first diagnosed with anxiety, was writing how I felt, and it was the craziest thing because I had never done it. If you've never done it, you should because it is a huge test. I don't, I used to, let me gather my words here. I used to do it a lot when I was first diagnosed. I don't do it as much because it almost now makes me too self-aware to the point where I start overthinking about how I'm feeling but when I was first diagnosed it definitely did help because I had so many um unattended thoughts in my brain that they needed to be attended to and so by writing down all of my thoughts they were being attended to and it's crazy to look back on those now and just see how I was feeling then and how I'm feeling now. So honestly, I might write in my journal tonight because that was great. Also, um, another thing about writing down your feelings, I always thought that it had to be something special or certain things that I had to be writing, but it really doesn't. I just write and write and write and write. Um, Even if it's not about how I'm feeling, anything, like, even if it's just about my day, you'll, you'll get to the nitty-gritty by writing, I promise you. You just gotta, you just gotta write. It doesn't even have to be about anything, you just gotta write. And I promise the nitty-gritty will, will get out. Um, so yeah, um, I think that's all. I can't really think of much else, but... What's up, Life Pod is all the social medias. I'm going to do a high and low of this week. Let's see here. I guess a high would be... Let's just, let's just, since we're on the topic of anxiety, let's just do, let's just do, um, today at work and the order, um, because that was, honestly... It turned out to be really fun. I had really fun with my coworkers. We laughed and got the order done 30 minutes before it was due, which was amazing. And a low of the week was um, probably my mental health. Um, I'm going to be real and honest with you guys. I've not been doing the best, but it's okay because just like anxiety, just like any other mental health thing, there's highs and lows. 
and I'm going to say what I said last week, it gets better. I promise you that. I swear by that. I would get that tattooed on my forehead if I could right now. I promise you it gets better. And that's why when I do fall into these lows, I don't stress about it and I don't overthink about it and I don't pity myself because I know it's going to get better within a week, you know, or two weeks or three weeks or a couple days, you know, because that's life. You have highs and you have lows and it's, it's going to be okay. It's going to go back up soon and you just got to look forward to the up. So yes, and then something I'm looking forward to this week is I am going to see the Barbie movie, I think, this week. And so let me know your thoughts if you've seen it or if you're going to see it. I'm kind of excited for it, which is weird because I was not a Barbie kid when I was younger, but I am kind of excited to see it. It looks pretty good. And Billie Eilish has a song in it, and that's all I ever care about. So (laughs) anyways, see you guys on the other side.